Hey guys, welcome back to the Multi-Dimensional Journey YouTube channel. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. And today we're going to be talking about tools, um, things that you can do either before or during your ayahuasca journey if it starts to become overwhelming. And, you know, in my personal opinion, it's better to plan for these moments rather than assuming that they won't happen. Um, at some point, something challenging might present itself, whether it's an emotion, a sensation, um, an image, a memory, uh, depending on your setting, right? It could be someone else in the room who's presenting some challenging emotions in the space and then for yourself, so many different things. So we'll be getting into all of that today. Um, but before we get into that, it would really help if you're listening to this podcast, please leave the podcast either a rating or a review, just depending on where you're listening at, it will differ. And then if you're listening here on the YouTube, please uh, give it a like, subscribe to the channel and leave your comments below. It really helps me kind of get some feedback from you guys. Um, if you're liking the topics and if you would like to request other topics, um, all of that good stuff. So let's get right into it. So yeah, how to prevent or how to kind of be with an overwhelming experience. So an overwhelming, let's first talk about like what could potentially be overwhelming. So in my opinion, a lot of it has to do just with, with the nervous system and our sensory system, right? We're either feeling something overwhelming we have a sensation or sensations in our body that's overwhelming we're either getting you know maybe we have overwhelming images um maybe the music is too loud depending on the setting uh, maybe the scents in the air are too loud maybe we find something irritating and we just like we're like ah so it, it can be a lot of different things so here here are some ways that i have found and the people that i've worked with found to really work with this you know once again we don't want to assume that a challenging situation isn't going to happen or that we aren't ever going to feel overwhelmed but we have confidence that's the word that we can that we have the resilience and the capacity to to move through it so one of my favorites um i think one of the, the best ways that we can do um more prevention up front is through the titrated dosing so i've talked a lot about titration on this channel and essentially what that means is that we're not taking large doses of ayahuasca up front and you can certainly replace what we're talking about today with any other plant medicine or psychedelic or non-ordinary state of consciousness you're deciding to work with for your healing and your growth we want to take it in bite sizes we want to uh, drink the ayahuasca and ease our nervous system nervous system into it slowly essentially and if, if you think about it like if i if i drink you know a large dose up front and i don't titrate it it gives the nervous system not enough time to calibrate to the experience to be like oh yeah like we're going on a journey you know like of course all the preparation you've done communicates that to the nervous system but i i, I really do believe that if we just go slower we're gonna end up with less overwhelm because stress or trauma basically how it happens is when it's unpredictable basically too much too fast too soon that's what overwhelm is it's like whoa, 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 whoa this is too much right so we can mitigate that up front by just you know going slow and you can talk to your facilitator about going slow i have an entire video on how to titrate your dose and how to safeguard yourself from chaotic experiences so just just keep that in mind go slow to grow that's that's my saying and philosophy around just like preventing these experiences and i think once again, if we can prevent them, then we'll have to manage less once we're fully in in the experience, meaning we're way past the onset and now we're in the peak. And that's where most of the challenge and the overwhelm will show up in an ayahuasca journey. It's in that peak um, after the onset when 
uh, everything is just getting more intense. Emotions, sensations, visuals, uh, purging, lots of things are happening, right? Lots of things can happen. So that's a way for us to kind of prevent upfront. Another way to help with overwhelm is just remembering our breath. And I know it's, it's so simple and I'm like deep inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. And I wanted, I just wanted to demonstrate that, you know, as we're, as we're here in this video, in this podcast, because the more we can be with the breath, the more we can regulate that nervous system. Right. And so that's why when I'm working with people or when even I'm preparing for a journey, I'm connecting with my breaths on a daily basis. I want my nervous system to be primed to, to access that quickly. Cause that's, what's going to help me. Right. If I'm holding my breath, if I'm really internal and I'm, my breath is shallow, things aren't moving um, through. And the other thing is like, I could be potentially keeping myself or somebody could be keeping themselves in a more stressful state by holding our breath or keeping a shallow breath. And we know this because it does stress us out even when we're not in the ayahuasca space. So it's, it's like even more important to remember our breath while we're, we're navigating the very unpredictable, um, realms of the ayahuasca space, right? So your breath is your best friend. Um, and you know, if I was going to make a suggestion here, just remember to practice your breath several weeks before your experience and make sure within the final hour, I have a video called the final hour ritual here on the channel. Check that out. It talks about different breathing techniques that you can do different ways to orient all of these different things. The other, the other thing that's really helpful is remembering to stay curious and compassionate towards whatever is going on. So like, just be like, Oh, I notice I'm, I'm starting to feel a lot of energy move and that's okay. Like I can be with it. I'm here with it. Um, and really this is, I would say this is often guided in conjunction with making sure you're breathing deeply and regulating yourself. Cause if we're holding our breath and we start judging our experience, like what is happening? This isn't supposed to be happening. I'm basically right. And then it's like, you start, um, getting overwhelmed, right? We just want to remember to breathe and ground and like, it's, it's okay. Just kind of talking to ourselves through it. Um, and just remaining, remaining open and compassionate and non-judgmental. And this is also something I talk to my clients, uh, and myself prior to a journey is like practicing our ability to observe, um, and be present. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. These are all things that you or I, or anyone who's doing this work that will do in the integration process as well. The mindfulness, the compassion, the curiosity, the breath work isn't just for the journey. It's for the preparation. It's for the journey. It's for the integration. So it's, and it's, it's for life, right? So so all of these, these things to really, really help. Um, cause once we're in that overwhelmed state, we just want to, we want to regulate ourselves back down and feel grounded as possible. Now, the last one is really important. So, um, of course there's going to be those times where we're, we're getting to a place where we know we need help and we, we need to know when to ask for help. And the best thing I think we could do is like, um, just have that communication with the facilitator up front. Like, Hey, if I need help, what, what is the protocol for asking for help? And, uh, I'd like to talk to you about the ways I would like some help. I, you know, these are my consensual boundaries, having your hand on my shoulder or my back or holding my hand. That's all. Okay. I welcome that. Or please don't touch me. Um, it would just be best if you sat in front of me and breathed with me, communicating the ways that you would like to be, um, assisted, right. 
upfront before you get into the non-ordinary state because it's, it's hard to consent when you're in that state. Um, so making sure all of these things are, are talked about upfront. And so if you start to feel like you're in a space, you're like, I, I tried all the tools. It's, I'm still feeling overwhelmed. That's okay. You know, so do the protocol for asking for help. So maybe it's like calling out their name and saying like, Hey, so-and-so I need help. Like, please come help me. Whatever it is. Cause sometimes, you know, like the, we need someone to co-regulate with us. We need someone to be present, to, to be a witness to whatever is happening. And obviously, um, or maybe not so obvious, but I would, I would, I think it's obvious, um, in the space of ayahuasca, right? There's a lot of emotions coming up and maybe what, what the, the need is, is for someone to be really close to you holding space rather sometimes in group settings, there's a lot of people and the intimacy and the closeness can get lost. Um, this is why I'm a big proponent of one-on-one -on -one experiences. Cause that, you know, that person's there for you the whole time they got your back. And you know, that has allowed me to go deeper and deeper into my journeys because I'm not wondering like, you know, is this person really going to be able to come over here and assist me, you know, cause there's 20 or 30 people in this room. Um, so just to review, you know, there's some techniques for overwhelm. So number one, prevention with your titrated dose. Number two, your breath and keeping that curious and compassionate mindset. And number three, asking for help, consenting for help, communicating what you need in order to receive that help. Um, and don't be afraid to ask for it. You know, we all, these are very challenging um, realms, uh, sensations, emotions, all of it. So ask for help if you need it. Um, so I hope you guys like this podcast and this video. Once again, uh, please leave a writing or, um, you know, leave a comment below. We'd love to hear your feedback like and subscribe to the channel and also check out all the links below for my newsletter my upcoming workshops ways to work with me i have a free meditation as well um, and i'll see you guys next time take care